Advisors, mark your calendar. Exchange is back, and we are ready for some learning, connection, and fun in the sun. Join the Financial Advisor Community February 5th through the 8th in Miami, Florida at Exchange, an ETF experience, an in-person conference crafted specifically for the Financial Advisor Community. Use the code EOTW for a discounted advisor pass and learn more at exchangeetf.com. Again, that's code EOTW for a discounted advisor pass. See you there. One fun, relevant, and on point for today with the expert to talk about it. This is the ETF of the week. Welcome to the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, vice chairman at Vetify, which has everything you love about ETFtrends.com. That's the site that made Tom Lydon famous and much, much more. There's a bevy of data and research that gives you everything you need to learn more and manage better in your exchange traded funds. It's Vetify.com. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is the Invesco S&P 500 Equal Weight ETF, ticker symbol RSP. The RSP, the Invesco S&P 500 Equal Weight ETF. Now, Tom, this has been ETF of the week before, although it's been a long time. So long, in fact, that I think when we last talked about it, we were talking about equal weighting as if that was some kind of a novel concept. Not exactly a novel concept at this point in life, but it's interesting to me that you picked this fund this week after we just celebrated the 30th anniversary of the Spider, the SPY. And of course, the Spider, classic S&P 500 fund, but not weighted this way. So is this a reflection and building off of last week, or is there something else that has you turn into the RSP now? Well, Chuck, you know, it's all connected. There are different ways to look at indexes. And as we talked about SPY, the first ETF in the US, celebrated its 30-year anniversary just recently. It's done really, really well over time. It was really, really tough to beat because the right stocks, specifically in the last 10 years, the FANG stocks and the Microsofts and the Teslas of the world, had some pretty heavy weightings, which made that index stronger than most of the market out there. However, what's interesting is RSP, which is the equal weight S&P 500, rather than having cap weighted constituents, giving every constituent the same weighting has actually, since its inception, almost 20 years ago, has outperformed the S&P 500 index by about 1%. So I bring it up for a couple reasons. A, we're going to be celebrating the 20-year anniversary of RSP, which is fantastic, on top of the birthday celebration that we had of SPY. And Chuck, you and I always like a party, don't we? We most assuredly do. <laughs> and then on top of that, most recently, the FANG stocks, the Teslas of the world, the Microsofts have been under a little bit of pressure. Most notably, earnings haven't been up to par. And on top of that, we've seen growth rates fall a little bit. And with all that, it doesn't appear that these heavily weighted constituents of the S&P 500 may necessarily be as strong from a performance standpoint going forward. Also, you know, look, diversification is key. 
it got to the point where the S&P 500 had about eight stocks that made up about 35% of the overall weighting and performance, which in many people's mind made it a little scary. It was fine on the way up, but on the way down, didn't feel so good, right? Absolutely. You know, there's an interesting side to this as well, which is we've been talking with a lot of technical analysts who are getting more positive. And of course, the SPY tends to be their benchmark. The Standard Poor's 500 tends to be what they benchmark against. But I'm curious as well, you know, normally we're talking about trend following. Well, the trend has turned very positive towards the S&P 500. It has also turned positive towards the S&P 500 equal weight. But when you hear about the technical things going on, and we know you're a trend follower at heart, is there is there a little more juice to the equal weight in this environment, do you think, than there is, you know, again, you're talking about some of the construction, but is there reason to believe that if the technicals are turning positive and it's not just going to be dominated by one or two names, this is where you're really going to see it play out, even if those other guys are using the S&P 500, not equal weighted as their primary technical benchmark? Chuck, I think in a roundabout way, you're asking my opinion on, do you think the cap weighted S&P 500 strategy or the equal weight S&P 500 strategy will perform better in the coming years. I would just say this. The cool thing is you've got choice. And if you're big on diversification, why not own a little bit of both? We know just from flows that there's a huge amount of money, not just hundreds of billions, but trillions of dollars that are pegged to the classic cap-weighted S&P 500. There's a decent amount of money in the equal weight strategy, but I would just say to the average investor and the average advisor out there, hedge your bets. If you see that the trend has changed, and it has, as you point out, we now have a new uptrend in process. How long is it going to last? We don't know. But if you've kept some of your powder dry, you've had some money on the sidelines, you've avoided some of the decline that we've seen in the last couple of years, and you're looking to go in. Follow the trend. Don't wait till you feel really good in your stomach because at that point in time, it's already rebounded. And as you're allocating, think about diversifying your allocation. If you like large cap growth, here's an opportunity to spread it out among different stocks equally as opposed to heavier concentration, just a handful of stocks. The RSP crossed its 200-day moving average at the very beginning of January. The SPY, last week's ETF of the week, basically did it on the anniversary, like on its 30th anniversary. It pretty much was around the time where it was able to get into positive territory. Do you think that, again, talking about the need to diversify, do we diversify these as 200-day moving average prices? Would you expect them to basically move close to lockstep or that little difference of a couple of weeks here and there? That's that construction thing showing. You don't really know. However, we do know that there's a greater waiting in information technology type of companies in the S&P 500 right now, where it's more diversified in the equal weight. And on top of that, you know, for example, the top 100 companies in the S&P 500, 67% of the weighting is in those companies. And in the equal weight, it's only 20%. And with those companies that are the smallest in the S&P 500, from 400 to 500. In the cap-weighted S&P 500, the weighting in those companies is only 3% versus the equal weight where it's 20%. So when you lift up the hood, you understand that, look, some of those small up-and-coming companies, the future FANG stocks, may be in the S&P 500, 
why not give it an equal chance going forward? Yep. It's going to give you diversification. It's going to complement what you've been doing and what you would have been doing with last week's ETF of the week. And that's why the Invesco S&P 500 Equal Weight ETF, the RSP, is this week's ETF of the week. Tom, great stuff as always. Thanks so much. We'll do this again next week. See you, Chuck. See you next week. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. You can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or any place where you find great podcasts. Also at MoneyLifeShow.com. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, there's no better place than Vetify.com. It's got tons of research, news, and much, much more to help you. And the site's on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi. Tom Lydon, the vice chairman of Vetify, my guest, well, he's on Twitter too. He's at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. Ensure you don't miss anything by following or subscribing at your favorite podcast app. And we hope you'll join us again next week. We'll be here for you. Until then, happy investing, everybody. Happy investing, everybody.